0: Your news program every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS
1: EFM. 740. Let's start with a positive fact here. We have the third largest national pension fund in in the world it's 544 trillion won in size but somehow it can be depleted as soon as 2060 that's what the government recently said and the problem seems to be a combination of two things We're paying too little in pension payments and we have an ageing society. Well, that was the previous conclusion. Let's now look at what Canada is doing right. The Canada Pension Plan has been a very successful model, apparently. Uh, It's uh, investing... Earnings rate has recorded 10.6% for the past five years, more than double actually the profit of the National Pension Service here. Ian Lee is an associate professor at Sprott School of Business at Carleton University, Ottawa, Canada. Good morning to you from Seoul.
0: Uh, good morning. Good, good afternoon here, but good morning to you yeah,
1: there. <laughs> indeed. Great to have you on the line. So My this book. is a, another potential area that we can look at, which is just uh, bettering the performance of our pension fund. Can you give right. us a sense of just how successful Canada's plan has been?
0: Sure. Uh, and I don't want to give you the idea that this was something that, you know, we got right from the beginning. We didn't. Um, it was introduced in 1966 in a slate of reforms in the mid-60s. It was a very uh, progressive time. Um, you know, a new flag, a national flag was introduced. And uh, public health care for the first time was introduced. Old-age pensions, which are not really pensions. It's, it's, a, it's a mandatory entitlement given to everybody was introduced. And the Canada Pension. It was mandatory. It was universal. You had to contribute to it if you worked. And it was, uh, the premiums were paid by the employer and the employee. So it was approximately 50 50 split. And by the late 1990s, 30 years later, it sounds similar to the problems you're facing now in South Korea. The, uh, the plan was, uh, Uh, the actuarialists and the accountants and so forth determined that the plan was going to run out of money down the road. Not not the following day or year, but it was going to become insolvent within 20, 25 years because the premiums, you could either say the premiums were not high enough or the benefits were too generous. Mm. They made the decision not to reduce benefits but to increase premiums. They doubled to 9.9% paid by the employer and the employee, so, you know, in round numbers, 10%, so the employer pays 5% premium, and the employee pays the other 5 But I just, one more point I want to put out there that, that may uh, throw some people off. The Canada pension is not like the European pension plan of various European countries, or for that matter, the American Social Security pension, where it is your primary pension. The CPP is a modest pension that supplements your other investment incomes, your real estate, and, of course, your private pension plan from your employer, if you have one. Yeah. So right now, the maximum you can get is 1, 11, not quite 1100 a month on CPP Canadian, which is about 800 825 a month U.S. dollars.
1: Yeah, I mean, we were hearing uh, recently, actually, on the show, that we were paying here in South Korea 9% next to the Netherlands' 20 20- 5%, I think it was, which is yes, you know, yes. significantly higher. Uh, and yeah, we were but comparing... they have a
0: much more generous pension plan.
1: Yeah, so we were comparing with the Dutch model. The thing is that there are a number of people in South Korea, I don't know about the situation in Canada, where, where that is all they're relying on, and they're left in all sorts yes. of trouble. Um, elderly sure. poverty is sure. just shockingly high here. They say, they say about half of our elderly people are living in poverty. Uh, And we've done investigations through our show on that, and we've seen it with our own eyes. Elderly people living without running water, for example, in very developed neighbourhoods. It's it's just unbelievable.
0: Until the mid-1960s, uh, the face of poverty from time immemorial, from the beginning of time until the mid-60s, the face of poverty was elderly. In fact, my late mother used to tell me all the time, you know, it was one of the biggest fears that people had of getting old was, and that was her phrase of getting old, was being poor because there were no pension plans of any kind. There was no public health care either. And uh, we have a, a, a hybrid system whereby we, and, uh, we have the CPP, which is a premium-based pension based on how many years you worked. But in addition to that, we have a straight social welfare old age pension, which is paid to everybody. Uh, once they turn 65 um, whether they are poor or rich (laughs) and uh, it's paid out of general taxation why i tell you that story is that the combination that's why we call it a hybrid system the combination of this universal old age pension system which is really not a pension because you don't pay premiums into it it's just a social welfare uh, payment paid to elderly people over 65 in conjunction with the cpp caused elder poverty to collapse. And today, well, since the 70s until today, from the 1970s to today, the OECD uh, has found that Canada has one of the lowest levels of elder poverty uh, in Mm. the world, including most of the European nations. where We have a lower elderly poverty rate, lower than Germany, for example.
1: Yeah, I mean, they they say younger people don't often imagine their own mortality. I think possibly even less so do they imagine themselves getting old. And and that's part of the problem here, isn't it? It, it, Because what we're facing with an aging society in South Korea is this now demand to pay more for pensions, but of course people don't want to pay more for anything, right. of course. And and they don't trust either, I don't think, the government to actually deliver a better pension plan. It's the same with taxes and, and uh, yes. increasing yes. that welfare net. How does a government go about uh, building that trust? You said uh, a lot of this came yeah. about initially in Canada with the change of the flag and a change in national identity.
0: Yes. Yes. The... Um Uh, this is the, I think, probably one of the most important questions, because one can always debate how generous should pensions be and how much should you pay monthly as premiums. But then there's the separate issue of how do you administer the plan. And after it was determined in the mid-late 1990s that the plan was essentially insolvent or was going to become insolvent, there was a massive reorganization that led to a new act in Parliament. I won't get into the weeds and into the details. Suffice to say, they took it away. It used to be a PAYGO system. In other words, the premiums paid the pension retirees in the old model. We instead created a new model, arm's length government creation, government corporation with its own board of directors, but independent of the politicians. And this Canada Pension Plan Investment Board is staffed by people, have people on it, like a private sector hedge fund or a private sector bank. Mm. And so there's business people on there. There's retired, very senior public servants, such as the deputy minister of finance. And and this, this agency has uh, uh, large numbers of employees, and they invest in markets around the world, um, and they invest in infrastructure, they invest in real estate, they invest in publicly traded companies, and they invest in private firms that are not publicly traded on the exchange. So their mandate, they were given a much broader mandate with these major structural reforms of 1997, not only to take it away from the hands of the politician, not only to create a government corporation arm's length independent. Dependent of the politicians, but also to allow them to invest outside of Canada. Up until then, they were very restricted, and they had to invest most of their money inside Canada. And after 1997, the the people at the CC, at the Pension Plan Board, said, "Look, if you want us to get really good rates of return uh, to pay good pensions down the road, you've got to take the handcuffs off of us." that prevent us from going and making good deals, investment deals, in Asia or in Europe or in the United States. Today, 63% of all the assets of this pension plan are held outside of Canada.
1: Well, Professor Lee, we've got the the money to play with, it seems, uh, despite being tied even with this presidential office scandal here. But that aside, we do have the money. Uh, to play with. We've obviously got to spend it wisely, but also rethink uh, that sense of social responsibility here. Uh, Ian Lee, thank you very much. Great to have you on the line with us.
0: My great pleasure. Thank you.
1: That is um, Professor Lee from uh, Carlton University, based out of Ottawa, Canada. You can get in touch right now with your own feelings on how we can get that togetherness and trust in our pension plan, in the government, in welfare and increasing taxation. What can you do in Korea to get more people behind that? So, at EFM this morning via Twitter or, or Sharp 1013 for 51 per message.